I really didn't know what had happened to my life. I could get showered and dressed. I could get makeup on, even though it was kind of, you know, half-heartedly applied. I'd throw my high heels on because back then high heels were my mojo. I could drive to this marble and steel high rise in the middle of the city. I'd pull into the parking deck and turn the car off. And then I couldn't move. I literally couldn't make myself open the car door. The thought of taking the elevator 40 floors up yet again after nearly 20 years of doing so left me literally paralyzed. And so I would sit in the dark parking deck surrounded by cold gray concrete for hours. There would be tears streaming down my face And I wondered how a girl who had it all, air quotes, I had it all. I had a kick-ass career. I had a husband. I had two beautiful children, the sweetest dog you'd ever meet, and every luxury I could mail order. How could I be so lost? Postpartum turned into major depression and I clung to that depression like a life preserver. It defined me. It owned me, my depression. And I fantasized about giving in, about ending it. (laughs) I told the psychiatrist that I couldn't stop thinking about walking in front of a bus. And she said with a hint of a smile, that's not actually going to do the trick. It'll likely land you in the hospital at best. So the medication started to work and then the medication wasn't enough. So we upped the dosage until I was a zombie. Like literally I was the walking dead. I was dead inside. And yet I had two young, vibrant children and I knew that something had to change, but I didn't know what or how. And so I started a wellness journey. I started exercising slowly at first, just walking and discovering the world of podcasts. And then more intensely, I started journaling. I started speaking to myself with loving words. I ate plants. I ate a lot of them. I found healing supplements and weaned myself from the pharmaceuticals. I started sending thoughts of loving kindness to others, even others who were not kind to me. I started to look for beauty in the smallest moments. I started laughing again. And above all, I started to see my value. I left a marriage I'd entered at age 24 and it was brutal. It was ugly. It was traumatic. It was not as Gwyneth Paltrow so beautifully and idealistically described a conscious uncoupling. It was not that, but by this time I was stronger and I had the tools to navigate dark moments. I knew my worth. I left with my clothes and what was left of my sanity. But a couple of years before that, at the start of my journey, I claimed Instagram and Gmail accounts under the name Kickash Life. That that Kickash Life is what I was determined to build. 
And so in those moments, my only dream was to leave dark days behind. And for a moment, I was alive. I was fierce. I was free. I was going to create a new life full of adventure and travel and wellness and joy. If you've ever left dark days behind, you know the sheer euphoria of being free. It feels like everything is new. The sun was brighter and it was shining just for me. Hummingbirds appeared outside my window. They were promising joy. The laundry felt fresher. Farmers market vegetables, you guys, they tasted amazing. The slightest breeze could make my skin feel alive. My feet barely touched the ground as I danced through these days. Nights were peaceful and the world was expanding just for me, just for a moment. I was unstoppable. I was carefree at least initially. And then life came along. Things got hard. Routines took hold. I stopped seeking. I stopped journaling. I stopped praying. I stopped sending loving kindness. I felt unsettled. I felt numb again. Being on an airplane nearly every week from Atlanta to Washington, D.C. or New York or Miami or California, this had lost its shine. Representing Fortune 500 companies in high stakes litigation, like, you know, the kind of epic legal battles that make headlines, those meant I was away from my children. And the travel and the long hours and the late nights and high pressure situations in which I'd once thrived, those were no longer aligned with who I was becoming. And so trying to recapture that momentarily fully alive version of myself, have you ever been there? I tried another reset. Along the way, I became fascinated with entrepreneur life. And I'll tell you how that happened on another episode. But at that moment, in that time, I wanted to use the skills I developed in courtrooms and boardrooms to help people build their dream businesses. So I left the law firm and my gorgeous corner office with a severance package and big ideas. I bought a fixer-upper at the beach I launched a law firm representing entrepreneurs and small business owners. And then I kind of haphazardly invested in a wine shop in a small coastal town. And I wish I could tell you it's been glorious from there, but reality, (laughs) things did not go as planned. I got overwhelmed, sidetracked, and then completely off track chasing other people's dreams. The wine shop closed. Again, that's a fun story for another day. And it left my finances in the tank. It left my hard-earned, vibrant health depleted. And life became frenetic and unintentional and a bit desperate, really. My kick-ash life, (laughs) understatement, it's a mess. So what now? Let's see. All right. So... I was, as one does, 
sipping Prosecco and cleaning out the pantry because that's what we single gals have been known to do on a solo Sunday afternoon. And behind a bag of rice and some gold balloons and rainbow sprinkles, I found a gift. I did. So on the day of my mother's memorial gathering several years ago, my lifelong friends, Bruce and Allison, I love them. They gave me an off-white canvas clutch. And this really simple bag has a quote on it that this actress turned designer, I had to look her up, Elise DeWolf, said, I am going to make everything around me beautiful. That will be my life. I'm going to make everything around me beautiful. That will be my life. And I remember standing in my kitchen when Allison handed it to me back then. And sweet Allison said, Ash, this is so you. But now a few years later, standing in my kitchen, a couple of glasses of Prosecco in, I held that quote in my hands, remembering, questioning what happened, what the actual hell happened. Standing in my kitchen, holding that canvas bag, I felt the world stop for a moment. That will be my life, says the quote. And I went, oh no, this, this can't be my life. What happened to that woman who felt so free and alive? She was able to enjoy the simplest moments Could I find her again? Could I be her again? I really don't know how I ended up here. Somewhere along the way, I stopped being intentional with my choices, my time, my focus, my habits, my days. I stopped being creative. Instead, I became reactive. A couple of years before, I was moving from a place of love and now I was motivated by fear. When did I get so serious? Where did my joy go? So enough, right? Enough. I went down to the beach and I drew a literal line, a line in the sand, a line in the Emerald Coast, beautiful, white, sandy beach. And I stood on one side of that line and I listed all of the things that were draining me. And and then I stepped over the line to the other side and I turned my face to the sky and I let the sun kiss my cheeks and I let the salty breeze tangle my already messed up hair. And I voiced out loud all of the things I'd ever dreamed of, writing, speaking, travel, freedom, love. And I have to tell you, the tourists who were near me, they had to have thought I was nuts. But I was planted right there in the sand and the sun. And I began to feel sane again. I felt grounded, intentional, purposeful, I felt free. And so once again, I've set out to build my own version of a kick-ash life. And this time, instead of pretending to have it all figured out as I have done my entire life, I'm owning the mess. 
I'm embracing the not knowing. These days, curiosity wins over certainty. Beautiful holds a different meaning this time. This time, it will be about moments. Simple experiences, not grand adventures. This is about creating ease, about feeling, tasting, seeing, knowing, being. I am not going to pretend that it's all sunshine and daisies. No way, not happening. I've got to pull up some weeds. I've got to get to the root of some hard truths and it's going to be a struggle. But I am living into what I claimed years ago. And that is a kick-ash life. Okay, so why this podcast? Why put all this out there? Because this is about sharing not only my own journey, but others. Years ago, I was a young lawyer from a small town. We had, I'm not even making this up, we had two traffic lights and a Hardee's, okay? I left the small town. I ended up living in Atlanta. I went there for law school. I stayed, I took a big firm job. And after a little bit, I landed the dream. I got brought into a dream project based in New York City. (laughs) New York City, this small town girl. And we were running jury testing exercises all over the country with some of the nation's top trial lawyers. And I was flying first class, staying at these fancy places, eating like a queen, and being trained by Hollywood acting coaches and screenwriters. I can't make this up. And the core of our project, the core of our project was about learning how to meet people where they are, how to get to their core, how to understand and listen to people. All right, so forgive me, but I was always the A-plus student. (laughs) That was me, not anymore, for sure. But at that time, I decided to use all the time I spent in cabs. This was way, way, way before Uber days. So I spent a lot of time in cabs and in car services. That was a gift. To and from the airport, to and from hotels and offices. And I would use that time to practice understanding people at their core. So I interviewed cabbies and I did so with sincere interest. I wanted to understand their lives. I collected stories. I got recipes, family drama, tragedies, advice, and an occasional glimpse into what might've been insanity, right? And I discovered what I already knew. I love people. Humans are absolutely fascinating and everyone has a story to tell. I miss those days. I miss those days riding in the back of a cab, just exploring life with people I'd never met before. And, you know, along the last several years, I have met the most interesting people in conversations, in these conversations, do you have those where at the end of the conversation, you think, gosh, I wish we had recorded that. It is so rich and full of 
joy in life that it really could touch others. So this podcast has become a passion project. It is intended to connect, to share my own journey and others' journeys. These are conversations about wanting something more, a life that is multifaceted, intentional, brutal, joyful, real. And sometimes we talk about business and life because never again do I want my professional goals to be isolated from my personal goals. Business actually lights me up. Teamwork is pure joy to me. But conversations about these, at least for me, they always seem to touch on heart-centered issues. And chats about life invariably flow into business mindset and strategy. All right, Ashley, that's kind of all over the place. Who is this podcast for? It's for folks that don't have it all figured out. There are so many amazing podcasts out there. They explore success and wellness and meaning from a very high level. This podcast is for folks who want to intersperse some reality, who need to share some real in the trenches moments. So how is it going to work? I will interview everyday people creating extraordinary lives. These are folks I've met along the journey and I'm still meeting and I'm so excited to meet and learn from. And then I'm going to share some of my own thoughts along the way. I know your time is so valuable. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up in this world the way you do. Thank you for touching me the way you have. I'd love to walk arm in arm with you along the way. There is so much gorgeous life ahead and I really just want to create a community where we embrace it together. Meanwhile, this is what I want you to know. And this is what I'm going to tell you again and again. You are love and light. You, you are health and wealth. You are joy and strength. You are fire and grace. I will see you on episode one of Kick-Ash Live. Come along for the journey and know that I love you. Thank you.